This is Jacquette Timmons, and welcome to The Hub. Welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so that you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you fall on the income or wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the difference between being rich and being wealthy. So imagine this. Imagine that you wake up tomorrow morning to the news that you closed that deal and you got that contract that you've been waiting for. Or what if you get a letter requesting your presence at the reading of the last will and testament and you didn't even know you had this family member and you you discover that you've just been bequeathed this sizable inheritance? Or what if on the lark you actually played the lotto and during the 11 p.m. news you hear the numbers that you won? Yay! (laughs) You are suddenly rich. So whether by talent, discipline, hard work, generosity, or just darn luck, you went to bed having X and now you woke up the next day having Y. Well, several years ago, I facilitated a financial workshop for the MBA as a part of their Rookies in Transition program. And this is when all of the uh, basketball players that have just been recently drafted get together and they go through this intensive training program that helps them deal with all aspects of being a professional athlete, including their finances. So they are a really good example for this whole notion of going from being one way one day and then the next day being suddenly rich. They have a new financial reality. And if you can relate to any of this, you can envision yourself then having a new financial reality. And everything changes, right? Everything changes in terms of what you can do, what you no longer have to do, um, and as well as many elements of your lifestyle. But here's the deal. Rich equals income. Wealth equals ownership. And so if you earn a million dollars, but you spend 999000 you're still a millionaire because that's what you earned. But that doesn't make you wealthy. So what I want to talk about is I want to talk about that tipping point from when you go from not having a lot, whatever that may be to you, to having a lot, as you may quantify that in terms of being rich, but then also to that tipping point of being wealthy. And what are some of the things that you need to be mindful of? So the first thing is remember that that tipping point is going to require an adjustment of some sort. When you get more, you have to increase your capacity to handle more. You have to increase um, your capacity to deal with the additional responsibilities that come with that, the different decisions that you have to make, the choices that you have to make. And that might even include the fact that you have to make some internal changes to adjust to that. So the first adjustment in terms of that tipping point is recognizing that you have to make some adjustments. The second is recognizing that having more doesn't mask your blind spots. It only exasperates them. So some people believe that having more money will change how they experience money. But here's the deal. 
How you handle a dollar is exactly how you will handle a million dollars. So if you are not intentional and respectful of a dollar, you are not going to automatically and magically then become intentional and respectful of a million dollars. Like you don't just wake up (laughs) and become someone who behaves differently with money simply because you have more money. So in order to handle the more that you are getting well, the richness and and turning that into wealth, you've got to invest some time to discover what your blind spots are and then take the time to adjust accordingly. And if you need some proof for this, just think about all of the lottery winners that you have heard of in the news who five, maybe even less years after winning the lottery are now all of a sudden broke. The third tipping point is making sure that you understand that this adjustment from having a little to having a little bit more and being rich and then gradually becoming wealthy um, requires a plan of action. And actually, that's what I always say to people, that to go from rich to gradually wealthy, you need to give your money direction. And you do that in the form of a, a plan. You do that in the form of having a, a you know outlined plan for saving, for investing, for or spending and the more documented that plan is so it can't just rest in your head it has to be on paper the better able you are to kind of see where you might have some leaks in your strategy where you might have um, some opportunities that you haven't really yet identified and you're not taking advantage of where might you need to be more systematic and strategic with the the team that you're employing perhaps um, or the people that you have on your team helping you with your plan you're able to see what you are responsible for what you are delegating to other people for them to be responsible for but also how are you going to provide oversight to what they are doing so even when you hire other people to manage your money you're never abdicating the responsibility that comes with that because it's always your money. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is to remember that with the tipping point, and if you listen to the previous episode, I I alluded to this as well, you have to think about what could possibly go wrong. So just as windfalls don't, um, or I should say just as windfalls exasperate blind spots, they also put a spotlight on human nature. And so this means that sometimes you gotta be brutally honest with yourself about the people that are around you. And you've got to, you know, make sure that just as much as you're paying attention to putting in the guardrails, if you will, the constraints to make sure that you're not making poor choices, that you're not, you know, managing your money poorly or and seeking counsel from others that are not really beneficial to you. You also want to make sure that you are being mindful of the expectations of your family and friends and their expectations of what you should do with your money. One of the things that came up over and over again in this workshop with the uh, basketball players, and understandably so, right? They've spent so much of, of their life, of their teenage years, of their college years, and so many people sewed into them being able to be in that position of being that pro player. And so they want to take care of everybody. And that is is an admirable thing to do. And to the extent that they can, they absolutely should. But at some point, you have got to be able to say, this is what I'm able to do, and I'm not able to do any more. And that doesn't mean that I love you any less. So you have to make sure that as you are um, shifting from not having a lot or, you know, having not having what you identify as being rich to then being rich and then being wealthy, that some of that is going to 
to shift the dynamics in your relationships and you're going to have to work through that messy stuff um, to get on the same page. But part of asking the, the, the question of what could possibly go wrong is also exploring what could possibly go wrong in those relationships because it's not just the financial aspect that's going to change. So as a quick recap, rich equals income, wealth equals ownership, and the tipping points are not rich to rich and from rich to wealthy. So hopefully you will take something away from this that you can apply and wherever you are in the journey, focus on getting to the next step. I'm Jacquette Timmons and you can follow me on Instagram and that's J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E Timmons, T-I-M-M-O-N-S. And until next time, remember, it's more than money.